Hi, I'm Chris Damaris. And I'm Aaron Marquis, and you're listening to Bite. Bite. Yum. Welcome, everybody, to our first Ruby podcast. Um, I'm your host, Megan Duffy, along with... Michael Robb. And Dalton Martin, expert. (laughs) Expert. I wouldn't really call it that, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) You know, we are here eagerly awaiting the first episode of Volume 4. So I guess kind of start out with, how long have you nerds been watching Ruby? I'll let you go ahead, Michael. You probably oh, okay. watched well, it longer. Uh, watched it longer. I don't know about that. <laughs> As the expert um, here. <laughs> when did I start? Wow. Like, I'm going to have to think back to that. But I think season, at least season two was out when I started watching Ruby. I think I saw season one and thought, I'm not sure what this is, because uh, I'm not a huge anime fan. And I know this isn't technically anime, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it's essentially anime. It's, yeah. It's I mean, it got, a, it got a Japanese release. It's an anime. Let's <laughs> just call it what it is. It's an anime. Official. Uh, but yeah, probably around season two is when I started watching the show. Like I said, you probably watched it earlier. That's the case. Uh, I don't remember like with like, specifics. I think it was like two years ago. Uh, I saw like season one and two were on Netflix, and I'm like, some people have been talking about this. I'll give it a shot. I'm like, okay, this ain't bad. It ain't necessarily good either, but it's not bad. <laughs> At least the first. The first season was kind of rough, in my opinion. Well, yeah. See, I think season two was rougher than the first season. But I have both of you plebs beat. I'm watching it since the Ruby first trailer, the red trailer. Day oh. one, huh? Day oh, one. Oh, yeah. Like, Nerd. more of, like, week two or three, because I saw it on Tumblr. I'm like, eh. Because so, my experience with Rooster Teeth had been in third grade. My brother was my brother had been in fourth grade, and he said something about red versus blue. And I'm like, you know, so I had this, like, perception that Rooster Teeth was, like, for kids. Oh, yep. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> that not the case. That changed pretty quickly, I'm guessing. Yeah, they no. were never kid friendly. Oh, honestly, no. oh. I'm I'm amazed. They are children. Yes, they have the maturity of children. But I just like like now I'm thinking, how did my brother know what red versus blue was when he was in the third or fourth grade, and like why would my parents let him watch any of this? Bad influences. But anyway, so we've been watching Ruby for a while, some longer than others. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, it's had its ups and downs. Uh, the first two volumes were kind of rough. Pacing was weird. The animation and voice acting was hit or miss, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would. That's definitely improved, though. Especially in oh, so we get yeah. into volume three. Like they found their, or they landed on their feet. I guess what is it? They found their feet. They found their. They they found their footing. Their yeah. footing. There it is. Yeah. Thank you, Duffy. Hey, you're welcome. None of my words sometimes. Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Never do. But found yeah, their, found their footing. Found their webbing. <laughs> found their webbing. They're not Spider-Man, Dalton. <laughs> That could be a semblance. Yeah, that could be such a neat... Se- I mean, like, Penny was, like, halfway there with her wire. I guess that's more of her being a... I, yeah, like, full-on spoilers. Penny's a robot. Penny well, was mean, a robot. It, uh, She's yeah. dead now. Yeah, she is. Rip. I mean, well, she... Literally ripped. Yeah. Ripped in ripped several in, pieces. Ripped in pepperoni. You see, I didn't realize until that episode that she was actually... You know, those all were attached by strings. I always oh, really? thought they were, like, levitating through some... Advanced technology. I never actually realized it was. Yeah. And then I like, looked into it more, and it's like, oh, it's she's like a puppet. That's kind of yeah, like yeah, Pinocchio. That's that's the that's, she was Pinocchio. I really love how they did that with all the characters. Yeah, that's same. Cool. Oh. But yeah, uh, that that was very interesting. So backstory on I guess season three because I don't even remember. Like I guess wait, season three, no, most recent one. Yeah, season three is the one. Yeah, three, right? Like hit the volume fan. Volume three. Yeah. Volume three. Oh yeah, volume three. I yeah, the season that confuses crazy. me. 
but uh, I'd love I was I know at least Duffy can back me up on this. Um, I predicted the whole like storyline of the season oh, like, yeah. before it even happened. I think I think um, um, it, like the it was the fall maiden thing was mentioned and with the association of Pira. Don't message me on Facebook. Pira's gonna die. And obviously, because I love Pira, she's like denial. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, Pira can't die because like my favorite characters, Yang, Ironwood, Pira, Winter. She had like all uh, the. All she got... had death flags no, all over her. All. Yang's okay. Ironwood's okay. Well, Winter's Yang's okay. Okay. Yang's living. She's traumatized and has her arm cut off. Hey, so... I mean, she's alive. That's more than Pira can say. I mean, I guess like just going to that. I mean, it really wasn't hard to kind of like see where things were going because they were they're doing some really simple storytelling. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to do like the symbol, like the symbolism and all that thrown in there. But they were they were going down this like set path. Okay, so like Pira, she is. Or was <laughs> she was this? Uh, she was the poster child of everything. She was supposed to be the yeah. next big thing, and you can't have that when you have like a ragtag like group of people. Because if she comes in like yeah, I'm saving the day for everybody, like that, there's no development there. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, really and so like you have to get rid of her, and plus that pushes like John's storyline because he's a oh the development there. I hope he gets less annoying. I love Ruby can't stand John. Well, really? See, here's yeah, the thing. I think especially in Volumes 1 and 2, he was just oh, yeah. so yeah. annoying. And granted, that could be said for a lot of things in Volumes 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. But my God, like he was just like some white, like he just felt like a self-insert type character where it's like, oh, look at him. He gets the hot girl, even though he's not. He's like, the, he's like a male, he's a Gary Stu. Like a not powerful. Like a male, male Mary Sue. Like he wasn't powerful, but like he still got like the really hot, powerful girl like all over I him. I actually am going to disagree with you wholeheartedly on Here's that. Here's what I'm going to say like, about he that. Was, he, he was, was the loser. <laughs> he's the loser. Yeah, he's I mean, not the one that's like, getting the girl. No, he was. He's Pira. like Peter Parker oh, yeah. no, without no, no, being no, no, no. That's like, later on, though. No, At no, first... Pira had been like head over heels for him since oh, you first saw him. Like... I know that. Um, but I think it's interesting that they made it that way because generally uh, when you have that kind of character, um, a lot of times the resolution will be like, oh, it's just, you know, you, because he's like, he's the weakling. He comes in. He's the like guy that it, it's like I always thought of Jean as the character that it would be like if someone in the audience was inserted into the world of Ruby and they're like trying to figure things out. Like, how are people always doing this? Like, they're it getting... was done so poorly, though. Really? It, I just I disagree. I like John's whole bullying story arc back. OK, in that one, was one was terrible. Was I annoying. hated the whole prom thing. I somebody somebody summed up my problems really well by saying the problems with volumes one and two were melodrama. Mm hmm. Like, yeah. That, and, and John was the whole center of the melodrama. Which is, I think, why I disliked him so much. He was better in Volume Three, but I just, oh yeah, I can. As a character, he was so frustrating. Whatever we could have, like, we could have focused on like other parts of Team Juniper Mm -hmm. because I think Ren and uh, Ren and Nora had a lot of potential, which they've just never gotten any development. Which hopefully that's going to change in this volume. But I've been asking for that since Volume Two. Like back on it's it's gone, lost to the ages now. But on the Bite site, I did a review of Volume Two. And I mentioned, yeah, maybe like hopefully in volume three, since we got kind of a res- a kind of ish resolution to John and Pira, mm-hmm. we'll start focusing on uh, Ren and Nora. Still nothing. Still nothing. Just give me Ren and Nora. Oh, yeah. All right. But with, so yeah. I got a hot take here for you. So Ren and Nora are going to have to be a very important role this coming volume. Because right now they're with John and Ruby. John's going to be a mopey little dude oh, because God. his love of his life has now like been turned to dust. <sighs> Um, dreading that. And then Ruby is now like, man, my team's been cutting 
like they're separated all over the place. I'm mad. I want revenge. I'm doing everything to take out these Grimm. So Rin and Nora have to be the comedy relief. And Nora's always been the comedy <laughs> relief. Yeah. I mean, I, re- I really hope they don't get delegated to that. Nora's already been that. She, that's her role. I that's know. Her... I know. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. want them to get some more character development. Like, I, I feel like that yeah, may be you too much a, to ask. Yeah. But it's like, if Amethyst has gotten character development in Steven Universe, I feel like Ren and Nora can get something. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, like you just said, like comic relief, there is a place where they can have their own character development. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. without it. Without the comic relief aspect detracting yeah. from their character, of yeah. course you have to do that correctly. Well, because I think I think probably the best example of that has been Sokka from Avatar: The Last oh, Airbender. Oh my lord! Don't even get me started on Last Airbender. Well, because it's just like <laughs> he had been comic relief, but he also had his own character arc mm-hmm. and had his own like growth. That may be too much to ask for from Ruby, because Ruby has been very, very, very hit or miss with storytelling. Yes. It, volume three got a lot better, but volumes one and two were extremely, excruciatingly simple. Like looking back a couple of years, just was not good. Yeah, it's very slow. The, like, yeah. The overarching plot didn't. There wasn't a lot of progress there. It was. It was both too slow and too fast at the same time. Because um, the volume two finale, mm-hmm. way too fast. That was. That felt abrupt. That was like. It was, oh, it's over now. Abrupt. Yeah. And nothing changed. Yeah. Because <laughs> the interesting thing, no story-wise, volume one and two, I think, in my eyes, are always, they were just building up the the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really until volume three that you actually see, like, a story take place. Because, like, even, like, basic, like, story writing, like, script writing skills, you always want to introduce, like, a hero's call to action. And yeah. Ruby never really had that until, like, the third season where, like, now they actually have – they know who the bad guys are and actually yeah. going after them. Mm-hmm. And so now I kind of see, like, now they're pushing forward. So volume four is going to be, as they call it, the hero's journey. Yes. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I hope. Those are my favorite kinds of stories. Yeah, because I, I, I love Ruby, obviously, seeing as I'm here hosting a Ruby podcast. But it's had – it's had its problems, and I think yeah. pretty much as long as, like, you're not blinded by, I don't know, something, like, you can acknowledge the fact that it has its problems and still enjoy it as a work because as a work overall, it's very fun. Mm-hmm. It's engaging, especially Volume 3 is really where I can say it went from okay to I'd call Volume 3 great. Yes. I think too. everything pretty much just went to 11. The fight scenes... Um, weren't as good, but that's understandable seeing as they did lose Montiome. But everything yeah. else, I think, vastly, vastly improved. I was more entranced in Volume 3 than any of, like, Volume 1 and mm-hmm. 2. Like, you get it, kept me, it got yeah. me invested and yeah. sucked me in. Yeah, because it had fun character stuff. I think probably the Team Funky was one of the most enjoyable. Oh, my Lord. The music in that. Yeah, it, it was the a mesh. The mesh of the music. The uh, It was a very fun fight visually. Like with, oh. um, uh, shoot, what was her name? Ne- Neon? Was that Neon, it was, I think it was Neon, Neon Cat and, or something uh, like that. Neon and um, I don't remember Flint the Cole. jazz dude. Flint, but Flint Cole. Cole. Let me tell you, I know a little some like backstory behind the voice actor of that character. Flint Flossie. Flint really? Flossie. Okay, so my high school years, we would uh, watch, the, he's in a band called, uh, tur- was like in a rap group called Turquoise Jeep. And some of their songs are just glorious there's something <laughs> there's like some titles called treat me like a pirate and give me that booty and sex syrup that that's sounds... just some of the stuff to, and it, 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 when i heard his voice i'm like well, wait a minute there's no way this can't be that. i'm like it is oh i love this guy even more that was just moment. such a good gag like it was a great gag you mm-hmm. have atlas where you have some expectation because the characters you've seen from atlas so far have been ironwood Seriously. Who is serious, mysterious face? Winter, 
military series. Yeah. Say that, that can be said for Iron Man too. Yeah. And um, Weiss, who is very much so the prime example of defrosting Ice Queen. Defrosting Ice Queen. That I is like a that. trope from TV Tropes because yes. I spend too much time on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then have it flipping it on its head and being yeah. like they're the most like yeah, casual, like, unconventional kind yeah. of fighters. And then just the music was so much mm-hmm. fun having that mix of like that techno the j- thing and then the jazz. The jazzy, the jazzy stuff. Like it just the that, music notes of the weapon. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, it was, that, that fight wasn't as impressive, impressive visually as like say – I don't know, like the fight against the Nevermore in Volume One, mm-hmm. but like how everything came together, I'd say that's probably one of my favorite things yeah. from Ruby because it was so much fun. Yes, it was fun, and I, I think that's like a lot, what a lot of things try to miss out on when, like that's why that's where I think Ruby does really well. It balances fun with serious. So I, I, I'm really hoping that Volume 4 keeps that, like, good mesh because that's probably where it's been the most successful, where it has these fun moments. And then it has, like, you know, Pyrrha getting murdered. Yes. Was, Not even murdered, just disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Her a little very essence is gone. Now. Yeah. Oh, poor Pyrrha. Or, like, you know, Penny getting ripped apart by her own wires because yes. Emerald made uh, Pyrrha hallucinate. God dang, like that was just, mm-hmm. that was like volume three was so good. It makes watching volume, like sludging through volumes one and two so worth so it. So worth it, absolutely. And the one thing I was hoping for, because like, I think one of the main reasons I got sucked into volume three, I was like, I knew, I was like, it's in my mind, it's like something's going to happen. It's like, I know it's going to happen. They release, it's like, all right, a warning for you all kids out there. Yeah. yeah uh, things are going to was... get a little darker. And I'm like, ooh, it's like, it's getting juicy. It's like, it's going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. mm, can't wait, something good. And it was like, all right, so it's like, how are you going to make it? like, Ruby is, like, this joyous, like, upbeat person. Yeah. Like, Kill her best friend. No, not even, not even <laughs> her best friend. I was like, she's got to have, like, that loss of innocence moment. Yeah. And I, that's even yep. what I brought up. It's like, someone's going to die, and Ruby's going to oh, be either cause... the reason for it, or, like, she's going to witness it, and sure yeah. enough. Well, because if you think about it, before Volume 3, there had been no bad humans. No. The, that's true. All the enemies had been, well, there was Roman, but, like, yeah, he was bad, but like cartoonish bad. Like I don't think anybody ever got killed by him. Everyone assumed he was the big bad, and yeah. he was the cartoonishly weird, like, with, like mustache, mustache twirling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you know, he had been a bad guy, but nobody was killed by him. There had been no serious injuries. Like everything bad that was happening happened because of the Grim. And then Emerald and everybody just works together, and Pyrrha gets ripped apart by, or uh, um, um, Penny. Penny gets ripped apart by Pyrrha. Like, it's just, that's such a good twist, because that is the loss of innocence for me. Like, that is, like, you see how bad people can be. People are mm-hmm. worse than the girl. And it happens to her twice, which, yeah. that's, like, with the whole Pyrrha scene. I was like, man, okay, this isn't it. It actually was like, man, this is this is yeah. some dark stuff, because, like, she's like, I'm going to save the day, going to save Pyrrha. And then, you like, as soon as she gets there, she's like, yeah, dust. And she's like, no. And then something happens. The deus ex machina of the series. Yeah, that's probably the biggest problem. Yeah, yeah, I remember remember watching episodes. What did she do? Did she freeze time? Silver eyes, yeah. I remember watching episodes up to the finale, and people were like, oh, I wonder when Ruby's going to come back to be the focus. And it's like, oh, hey, here, she can do this incredible thing. Now she's the most important person again. It's not Pyrrha anymore, and it's not... Yeah, because, you know... Ruby's got to die now. Yeah, going back to what you said, like, Pyrrha can't be the main character for the, you know, forever, so you got to get rid of her somehow. 
And it's just, you know, that was just so good. And I'm excited to see where Volume 4 is going to take this because there have been the clips shown. Um, uh, Rooster Teeth had just uh, finished releasing their four pre-Volume 4 oh, mm-hmm. um, World of Remnant things that explain a little bit more about the different uh, kingdoms, which I really enjoyed. I'm not a big fan of Vic Mc... The the dude who voices Crow. I don't like his voice acting. He's I love done Crow. he has done a great job as Crow. I I remember um uh RTX what twenty fifteen when they announced that he was voicing Crow. Mm-hmm. Immediate negative reaction. I didn't trust him because usually he voices characters like um he voiced Ed in Full Metal Alchemist, he did Kamaki in Orin High School. So I'm okay. like like he's very much so he voices like the teenage boy. Yeah. He's also like a fifty something year old man and that's a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, I'm there like, Ugh, I don't think he's got a new job, good job. He's really creepy, he's not good, I don't like him. Crow is probably one of the best characters. He's yes. your best drunk uncle. Yeah. Um, I love that. He's always drunk. Yeah. But so having him do the World of Remnant things was very good. I really mm-hmm. liked learning more about the world. Um Especially since you can't have Salem do it anymore because she's yeah. revealed like she's the bad, like she's yeah. the big bad now. Can I just yeah. say I love how they did that? How they she's opened the series <laughs> with yeah. Jen Taylor. And I'm like, why? They got this big budget, like they got Cortana's voice actor yeah. for, for their thing. Like I, they got connections, obviously, with like, um you know, with Halo and everything yeah. like that. But at the same time, like for just like opening dialogue, you're not going to make that character. And then she becomes like the big bad yeah. person. Emperor Palpatine-esque type. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows so, what she does. I love how they did that. They thought that far ahead. Like, um, either yeah. that or they adapted. No, they purposely they thought ahead because yeah. like the opening dialogue's her and Ozpin talking. Well, oh, yeah. you also, yeah. uh, cause I, after that reveal uh, last year, I had, or I guess at the earlier this year, I had gone back and listened to that opening monologue and I'm like, okay, I wonder if they had foreshadowed Oh yeah, totally did. Like it had been like she like she had done the thing when it's like and then even like the walls fall and like it's just like you can tell, ooh, maybe this chick's not such a good person. Maybe she's not a big fan of everybody. Yeah, and I mean, um, if you go back and also listen to uh, some of the World of Remnant stuff Mm -hmm. um, that Jen Taylor also voiced, there is that kind of um, negative connotation when she's talking about things. When she talks about the Grim, like it's not she doesn't say anything like necessarily bad, but like you know as if they're tools or something. And yeah. so it's very interesting to go back and listen to it in that kind of context now. Yeah. And then, I don't know, like, I'm excited to see how it goes with her and Ozpin. Mm-hmm. Where did Ozpin go? Like, Yeah. Where... I mean, she has some connection to him. I'm assuming he's probably he hopped on a zepp- He hopped on a hot balloon and just <laughs> floated away. Floated but, yeah, like, I always thought that's the one unsolved thing that seems kind of weird to me right now is that um, yeah. last time you see Ozpin, uh, he's fighting Cinder. Yeah. The next time you see Cinder... Um, and Ospin's gone. She's like flying up and she's smiling. Like she just beat him. And so, but he's gone. So we don't know what yeah, happened. Like, so he's no, not dead. Like, he's, no, obviously not. No, he's no, no. not dead and Cinder's not dead. Cinder ate him. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out like let's, a chest uh, let's, let, 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 let's keep that on a DeviantArt. Let's, let's get that away from this podcast. Uh, no more Vore. So, no more cool. The time we're recording no this, the new episode premieres tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, they had just they have just released a clip. I'm not sure if you've seen it, Michael. I watched it. I think you watched it over my shoulder. What was it? It was just a little clip of Ren and Nora deba- debating. Being uh, comedy relief. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, debating the name of the team and John saying Rain. something. Being mopey. <laughs> Was he mopey? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really hope. And then Ruby's just like really. shooting something, and it's in the woods, and yeah. then a giant like golem thing pops. Oh out yeah, of a big old grim, a big old big boy. Old grim. It's like big so you have boy. all these little tiny grim, like oh they can't be too bad. Now you're seeing all these giants, Kaboom. and like where have they been this whole time? Biding their time, like uh, Ublek said, right? Mm. He was like, why aren't they attacking? It's like when you're talking about the elephants or whatever yeah. in volume two, and it's like oh they're waiting. 
for what? Ah, ah, well, ah, now volume the, four. A sign. Boom. Yeah. There it is. But yeah, um, yeah, like seeing that they're like following those tropes, that's not too encouraging. But I'm hoping that Jean, especially, like they start out with mopiness because, like you know, she did just die. So yeah. you got to get like he can't be a robot. But at the same time, don't make him mopey. And recover like not till the very end of the season. Yeah, like, I really let's have hope some, little bit yeah. more growth. Little but more growth. I, I really hope they've learned from their problems with John in the past because I think as a character he's just been handled so poorly. Definitely like he's he's just such he he was better in volume three, but volumes one and two he just graded on me so 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 much. And you know, like I hope it's the same with like Yang. I love Yang. Mm. She's probably my favorite character from Ruby. I hope she's not mopey the entire time. Like obviously, she has a good reason to be mopey she has just got a chip on her shoulder she's got yeah (laughs) but you know i hope they i hope they take that and use it as some good character growth and instead of making her now she hates the world now she has to like learn and adapt and Mm -hmm. like her personality will probably change at least a bit but yeah we we need like more uh barbarisms or whatever like i want to start off my day with a yang like i want that yeah personality back a little bit yeah like i i want them to treat this as a good way for character growth and not just as a sudden switch. Like, like she's just angry all yeah, the time. Yeah, because like, that would don't... just be so, so poor. And obviously, Rooster Teeth can do a great job with characters as shown in Red vs. Blue, which mm-hmm. has fantastic... I, I love I love RBB. I love how it's like, yeah, we're going to make this a comedy. And like, yeah, with deep character growth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they grew it, certainly. That was yeah. So it's else. like, I just, I hope they take that and adapt that to Ruby because... Mm-hmm. You know, Ruby has its really good moments, but there is that crap there. Yeah. And that the crap is a little farther away now with Volume 3 being so great. And I just, I hope they keep this momentum going. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, predictions for the future, I'm just going to go through, like, I think Yang right now. Having, I think it would be interesting if she became, I, I know, like, they're going from what it looks like, especially mm-hmm. in that sneak peek we got or whatever, um, is, is that um, while Ruby's with Team Ranger, I guess is what they're calling it now, there's, there's yeah. going to be yeah. like the other three girls part of Team Ruby are going to be out and about in their own, yeah. own stories. Yeah, and eventually they'll probably converge at the end. Yeah, I yeah. think we're going to learn I'm more about Atlas. Honestly. Yeah. Like we're going to learn more about Atlas definitely since uh, Weiss is up there with her dad. I'm really excited to see more of the Schnee family dynamics. Yes. Because um, I really, really liked Winter as a character from we, what we saw as her. Mm-hmm. She was she had this that really interesting dynamic of she can she seems really cold and uncaring, but she cares for Weiss so deeply. Yes, yes. Um, which I really like that. I want to see I want to see more of her dynamic with Ironwood just because I really like Ironwood. <laughs> Cyborg <laughs> man. Is it really that surprising? No, it's not. Um, and I I want to see I want to see Weiss's dad because I want to see like. Why is Weiss look like this? Like, he better why be like half different? cyborg or something. <laughs> he, he's a full robot. cyborg. He is a robot. robot. He, ha- he has to one up, uh, one up Ironwood. He's gonna be just a full cyborg with a human head. <laughs> I mean, did you see who he was sitting? Like, the only time we've seen him is like they didn't animate him fully, so he was like stiff as a board. Yeah. Only his, like he only blinked, and so it's like he's, he's just a head in a jar. That's yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Also, I wonder what's gonna happen with uh, with Blake. So yeah. I don't know. I'm curious because it's like, all right. So I don't. I don't predict Yang doing much at all. Like it's going to be just kind of her. I think there's going to be something with her growing and yeah. adapting with the. She's arm. not going to visit a lot of like different like locales. Yeah. It's going to be in one spot. I just why don't just give her a robot arm? I mean, obviously, like Ironwood is yeah. like half robot. The technology go is full like, berserk have... and give her like that guts man cannon arm. Which, <laughs> which she's already got the bazooka hands. That I can mean, do that. a she's... cannon arm for Yang would be so cool. Mm-hmm. 
Like that would be sick. Did but, we uh did we see um I know there was official like art released mm-hmm. of her each of them and Yang's I think she still is featured with having like, She has some gold a, cap on her a arm. A cap on her but arm. she had like there's no form, it's like where it got chopped off and there's that cap. So maybe that's gonna be a gun of some sort. Yeah. Or maybe it's maybe gonna she be she just took the bracelet attached it, so now she's got yeah, the it little punch different. stump. It looks different. <laughs> punch, <laughs> punch stump. stump. <laughs> But maybe um, that'll be, like, the arc for her, the progression. Um, she, yeah. she lives without an arm for most of the season, but then towards the end, like, yeah. when she's earned it, quote-unquote, like, then maybe she gets yeah. it back. Um, I wonder if we'll see she... some dynamic of her yeah. and her dad. What's it, What's uh, what's his Zhao... name? Birdie Zhao... voices. Zhao... Yeah. yeah, it's, um, ba 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 it's, it's He's got Zhao a very Chinese Zhao name. Zhao yeah, it's, yeah, which is funny, because she is the, it's, she's very much so the, uh, the anime Asian <laughs> like yeah. she is like Usagi from uh, Sailor Moon, where she's you know blonde, like purple eyes. Oh, Chinese. Of course. <laughs> you know that's how it happens. But I'm I'm really excited to see how that goes, just because I love uh, Yang so much. Mm-hmm. But Blake, I'm really interested. You know, in the in these World of Remnants, um, at the beginning when they're talking about the different things, they did mention the um, Faunus continent. I Yes, can't recall that its was name. Very, very brief, but it was in the south, like near yeah. where I, I guess I'm going to say Australia, just because. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where all like Sun and. Uh, no, no, Sun is was from Vacuo. He lives oh, in Mistral yeah. now. Gotcha. Um, so this is strictly just a faunus. Yeah, I okay. think maybe it's the Australian thing. Maybe Velvet's from there. Maybe I don't know. Um, but it could be cool if they have Blake on there on the Faunus continent. Maybe trying to do some other better type of revolution, like a counter to the White Fang. That'd be cool. Yeah, because like she's, I don't think she's actually out for revenge. I think she's now just kind of seeing what the next move for everybody yeah. else is. So I think her things are going to be more like spy espionage type. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's very much of the rogue. Though I do feel, I think she probably is out for revenge a little bit. I feel like she probably feels bad about what happened to Yang and oh, is yeah, trying for to sure. tr- probably is trying to get closure on Adam. Pro- so <laughs> closure. So. I mean, literally closing his life, just yeah. decapitate him. So I, I actually, thinking about that, it would make sense for her to make some type of counter movement since Adam is kind of the head of the White Fang, maybe making the black cat, I don't know. I mean, if we think about it too, uh, I think um, they're supposed to be the beauty and the beast figures in yeah. this. Well, she's and... both. She is beauty and, and she is also the beast. Yeah. Or actually, I think she's the beast. Well, Dana, you can... Faunus are all Yang's technically. You tell me Adam isn't so. getting a redemption arc. <laughs> I don't here's think the, so. Here's the thing. <laughs> Blake's love. the beast. Blake is the beast. Yang is beauty. Bumblebee confirmed. Okay. 2K16 Adam is calling Gaston. It right I wasn't going to bring up Adam's Bumblebee, Gaston. but okay, you, hey. forced, oh, you forced everyone's hand. One. Bumblebee's important, man. I got I to gotta stand by Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Interesting. Adam's Gaston. She ran. Who uh, Who's going to be the teapot? Teacup? Teapot? The teapot. The kettle. Not everything has to relate to beauty. No, nothing has to relate to beauty. <laughs> no, here's, here's my it's Ruby theory. It's just their characters. Think here is my Ruby theory. Everything's actually beauty this and the beast. This is beauty and the beast. The Grim. Ruby is the rose. The, gr- <laughs> uh, the, 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 the Grim. They're the, uh, they're the little transformed people. Oh, wow. Uh, calling it right now, uh, Ruby, Beauty, and the Beast confirmed, 2K16. Megan Duffy, uh, writing it down. I got this. And you got something. I'd say you this got gets something. debunked within episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm uh, so I'm trying to think because I was I, the reason I predicted like how like season or volume three was happening is is like they got to do something. It's got to be like your Empire Strikes Back moment. Like too many good things have been happening, so now it's kind of like building up. Like all right, so now they got to strike back again. So the bad guys had their moment of glory. Now it's building up back and now doing like a, not necessarily a final strike because who knows how long they're gonna like keep this thing going. 
probably for ages. I don't think they have any intentions on stopping it anytime soon. I mean, red versus blue is still going strong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they've said for red versus blue that they're never going to stop until they tell it, or unless, like, interest, like, starts to fall off. I mean, I have to say for RVB, I have not watched uh, this latest, uh, this volume, this season 14. Well, it's a good thing I just didn't, I was about to drop something earlier. I'm glad I didn't. It's just, like, I, I watched the Locust thing, but it's just, I don't know, the anthology thing just didn't get me. I mean, yeah, I think they almost. Uh, I'm listening to some of their podcasts, and what they've said is that they never wanted. Uh, well, it was very difficult on the studio to do that kind of anthology thing because they uh, cooperated with so many other like, yeah. outside third-party people, um, which was cool. Um, but at the same time, there's no cohesive storyline that we've come to yeah. love, and it was very hard on the studio. Yeah, um, and like, so they're like, let's never do this again. Yeah, I I would rather like because I enjoy the story of RVB. Like I would rather just get some other like thing. Anyway, though, this isn't RVB cast. This is yeah. a Ruby cast. Let's but, go back to Ruby. I mean, going along those same lines, I feel like if it ever gets to that point, I mean, Ruby can do that. They have such like a huge yeah lore to pull from. Like maybe Young Ospin. <laughs> or I mean, Yay. focusing on some other things. Like I would yeah. love to see more of Team Sun. Really like Scarlet and Sage's designs. I want to see more from them. I would say it would focus more on like past stuff because we're kind of seeing yeah. that happen as now. But like, get some of uh, she, even though she's was... like the bad guy, and like I personally like am a fanboy for like Jessica Negri. <laughs> I love Cinder's character uh-huh. just because it's like it's she's the most mysterious one. Like she's like, why are you doing this? What is your backstory? Your last name's Fall, but I mean, not a maiden, not a maiden. <laughs> nope. It's like you clearly have no connections to these maidens. However, but like. Why are you like this? Why? Wh- wh- what? What made you turn into a bad egg? <laughs> Everything. Mm-hmm. What is that tattoo? That like, or that glove that turns into a grim thing? <laughs> oh, that yeah. was that was creepy. That yeah. was that was like yeah. whoa. Yeah. It's like, mm, I got this glove. It's gonna bite you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really strange. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would like to see more of Cinder. There's just there's so many cool characters. Also, in Ruby that could she's be like what on. the most powerful being right now, and she's yeah. frozen. <laughs> but there's like keep in mind, there's three others that we don't know who they are or where yeah. they though. I mean, I, I mean, you literally got winter characters. Yeah, I know. You winter got, you got the, is going to there's gonna I I maybe just because be I cool? really like winter so much, but I would lo- like I think she would make sense to get some type of maiden thing. Especially just because, like, with her dynamic with the military, that could cause some really interesting conflict. That'd be interesting, though, because she was excluded. If she turns out to be the Winter Maiden, yeah, um, she was excluded from the whole Ozpin Crow, like, you know, inner circle. Yeah. And so, the Illuminati. You know, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was fun because I was like, huh, like you think you're so cool, but you don't know nothing. But maybe she knows more than we think. That'd be, I think yeah. it'd be interesting. Or just... if like she will be given the Maiden's powers and Iron, yeah. like maybe like Ironwood's like, you know what? You make sense. <laughs> you make sense. I wonder why it can't be because of your name. Yeah. No. You but thought I mean, it was a little on the nose. <laughs> you thought it was Salem, but it was I, Schnee. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like I think with the military that could create a really interesting conflict. Yeah. Because you have her trying to do what's good, but also trying to fulfill the needs of like, you know, what the Atlas military wants. Mm-hmm. And maybe like Ironwood could be some type of guiding figure. Yeah, Ironwood could be some type of guiding figure since he already is part of the Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati. I, I, I was, I was o- in the Os- middle saying Ospinati? Illuminati and Illuminations. The Osbinati. <laughs> and then it just... There's some name the subreddit's given it. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, th- I I think that could be really cool. I doubt that's going to happen anytime soon, but, you know. Mm. So, let's see. How far do you honestly think it's going to be until they kind of reveal, like, what actually happened? Because, like, the dragon's still there. That's... Um, I guess that's the creation of, I like, they I think maybe with... 
Blake stuff? No, Weiss. I think Weiss will be able will be able to see that backstory because probably her dad's going to go give her some lecture, and they're going to mm. use that as the excuse to give it. So I'd say there was a huge time gap because like yeah. Ruby goes like full Super Saiyan mode. We totally miss whatever Everything. happened there, and she's like wakes up, I'm like whoa, how'd I get here? What happened? And you're like, you got silver eyes, kid. Yeah, and that, the power, and that was it. So I think within maybe a couple episodes, if they're going to hate us, probably the end of the season. The only thing they actually showed is they the dragon's frozen. You don't know anything else, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a question, though. You don't know if Cinder actually Cind- no. got out. Here, like, here's, here's a question. Cinder is alive because there's that rule. It's like if you don't show a character's death, they never died. So do you think that Neo's still alive then? Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. She got yeah. her barrel. She's good. Yeah. She floated here's, away. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's a real question. How are they going to make Torchwood get out of that situation See, alive? Right. I, it's weird. I look on the Ruby subreddit. Turns and into a it's robot. All, everyone's like, he's still alive. He's still alive. It's like the biggest conspiracy thing ever. And I'm like, he got eaten by a Grim. I don't know how you're going to bring yeah. him back. And it's, like, a comar- it's a compartment stomach. It's actually like... I mean, a, unless okay, like Salem old... herself like reaches down and is like, yo, Grim, like, spit yeah, that boy okay, out. Let's, let's go the old man Logan route. I have oh, not boy. read old man Logan. But oh, I know but, that. But in, uh, but in preparation for he the Logan movie... He claws himself out of a Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> read, read the Wikipedia page. He claws... So he gets eaten by the Hulk, because for some reason the Hulk's bad, and claws out of the Hulk's stomach, killing him. So uh-huh. um, that's going to be Roman. Roman is going to cane is... himself out. He's like, <laughs> one of these days. Rowan, See, Roman good, like, is Wolverine confirmed. But yeah, I doubt he's alive. No, I don't think You just either. have like those fangirls who like refuse to admit that I somebody's dead. I could care dead. less about Roman. I thought he's like the dumbest thing. He, <laughs> he, li- he served his purpose. He yep. was very much so an exposition villain. Yeah. He, he was there to start the plot. And he has completely fulfilled his purpose. I think Neo has the potential to be an interesting character from here, seeing yeah. as now can't she. Kill Neo. Everyone loves Neo. Neo yeah. is more interesting because she she's a basically a chameleon Neo. character who's like, I can be, I can be yeah. your worst enemy. I can, I could be your best friend, and yeah. I can just and stab just you in the back. Doesn't speak. Yeah. Does not speak. She's mute. <laughs> Backstory time. There's so much. Yeah, we can go on for hours. Yeah, but there is just here. so much. I'm so I'm really excited for Volume Four. I think it has a lot of really really cool potential to go on, and I'm so excited to see where it goes and what to see. It's been you know a year basically since we've seen since we've left to seen the Ruby Cast. It's been under a year, like ten months. Yeah. It premi- that means season uh, Volume Three premiered la- at the end of October last year, so uh, it's like maybe picking more up like a year six after. or seven months. Yeah. But anyway, I'm I I love Ruby. I have my problems with it, but, you know, overall, I really enjoy it. Yeah. All Fair right. assessment, I would say. So, I guess to wrap something up here, I got I got a little fun activity little here. A little tidbit. I'm going to try to predict the final shot of the okay, season. Okay, here we uh, go. Okay. All right, you so, have gone right. too cocky. All right. So, you all know, so basically, it's come to, like, either they're going to draw this out for two seasons or they're just going to wrap this up in a nice little bow and one volume is... You're going to have to have Ruby come back because having her part of Ranger, it's not going to fit that dynamic well. You have It's called Ruby for a reason. They have yeah. to get back. This is just kind of like individual character growth. For sure. So at some point, they're all going to get together because tomfoolery and shenanigans happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Yang will not be a part of that until the end. Like I guess they return at the end to like the shack. And like this whole time, Yang has just been like depressed, sad, just slowly building up. Hope until not. they all come back, it ends... She hasn't smiled. She gets her smile back. Oh, oh God. She that... cracks a pun. I really hope not. It better. I mean, I would. I'd be okay and not okay with that. 
I think that'd be it's a, not okay. It's a nice, happy with her ending. Doing nothing. I'm not okay yeah. with her doing nothing. Maybe she's angry and like going around beat up the entire time. If that's the case, but she hasn't smiled until that moment. Until that moment, yes, oh, that would be god. nice. I hope Yang not. gets her smile back. No, that's that. Oh god, I'm gonna put a hard. I hope that is not. such an anime trope. Two v one. Two v one. That's not anime though. It's not anime. It's American. It's a marime. Oh, I just have to follow these tropes, Dalton. <laughs> oh jeez. It's well, so cheesy, but come on. It's like, that would, I would melt my I would, heart. I, I would hate that. I would I would hate that. <laughs> Hashtag give Yang her smile back. <laughs> anyway. She isn't smiling in the promotional art either. All right. All right, Dawn. I'm going to cut you off there. Confirmed. Anyway, so this has been the first RubyCast. Maybe we'll do more? I think maybe. This was fun. I enjoyed it. This was, Depends this was on how fun. the first episode goes, because yeah. if it's awful, I'll be like, I'm done. Yeah, well, hopefully not. I'm looking forward it to it. It better not. It shouldn't yeah. be. There's no reason to so. not. Based it, on the animation, no. Yeah, everything I need to see Yang smile great. again. Oh, my waifu. Anyway, so this has been the first episode of Hopefully There's Gonna Be More. It's been a good time. I am your host, Megan Duffy, along with... Michael Robb. And resident expert, Dalton Martin. Get out. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Goodbye.